Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Hello, everybody, and welcome to an all-new episode of Don't Blame Me. Yeah, this is my podcast, which if you're listening to this, you're like, yes, we get it already. But guess what? I have to kind of spoon feed it to you. 
if I had a spoon, I would demonstrate because I'm gesturing because we are also recording this on a camera with a video component. Woo woo. That was a very confusing way of saying it, but I'm currently filming this podcast for my YouTube channel. So we did this two weeks ago as a special treat. And uh, yeah, this is this is what we're doing. We're doing it to raise awareness for my podcast, which is called Don't Blame Me and getting some new listeners. So if you um want to get a double dose of me, not only can you listen to this audio podcast, you can also go watch the video and vice versa. And if you're just watching this, we have one other one that is a video podcast, which will be linked down below. Um, but also we've got other episodes that are purely audio based. And if you want to find out exactly where you can listen to the Don't Blame Me podcast, go to don'tblameme.show. And you're going to find where to get it. Now we are on SoundCloud in addition to the Apple Podcast app. So make sure you subscribe and leave us reviews on things so people know about us. And we can uh, we can do this for a very long time because I'm having a lot of fun with this. And I would love um, to get more listeners because I desire that. So we're just doing a couple video ones as a special treat. But if you like it, um, you can always listen to us as an audio podcast, which comes out every other Friday. Go to don'tblameme.show to listen and figure out exactly what you can do to download it, subscribe, whatever app or preferred method of listening to your podcast that you like. So this is a special treat for you guys, and I hope you like it. Maybe we'll do it again. So if you guys are unfamiliar with the basis of my podcast, well, let me tell you about it. It is an advice podcast. So if you guys have listened to my Dr. Megan videos before on YouTube or any of my advice things, or if you followed me on Tumblr when I was all about dishing out advice to people through the question ask box and all that stuff, it's pretty much how this podcast came to be. It was like, yo, I love giving advice to people. Um, how about instead of just doing like Twitter Q&As and random things like that, we could instead have you guys call in and leave voicemails telling me about things in your life that you need some advice on. So that's what we're going to do. You guys are going to hear actual voices of people calling in and what they are dealing with in their lives. And hopefully you guys can maybe relate to it and I can give some decent advice. So if you guys want to call in, the phone number is 310-694-0976. Yes, I am reading to something that is being taped underneath the tripod. Again, that number is 310-694-0976. And no, I don't still have that number memorized at all, at all, at all, at all. But yeah, I'm excited to hear your voices, um, give you some advice. And uh, again, as the title suggests, don't blame me. It is always going to be uh, legally free of me actually ruining your life because if I do anything for sure totally wrong um, you can't sue me <laughs> maybe if we title the podcast that <laughs> you can't sue me with Megan Ranks <laughs> also we have a uh, deep dark male voice over here I should have said you've like a high pitched voice you would have had to do that but it's Jack Ferry hi Megan I am the off camera voice how oh, are you <laughs> it's like the Wizard of Oz Jack Ferry <laughs> I'm just here to um... keep me on track I have ADHD I'm just I'm just here to help you as your producer. And in fact, I'm going to help you right now because we've got some really awesome calls. Okay, are, cool. Are you ready for the first one? I think I am. All right, let's do it. Hey, Megan. I am a 25-year-old woman. I am married. Um, and my husband is 11 years older than me. Yes, I know. I high-key have daddy issues. Um, <laughs> we've been together for seven years. I love him a lot. He's perfect in almost every way except for the fact that Every now and then, he has this tendency to talk down to me, um, and I I want to believe a lot of it is just age-based, just the fact that he is kind of older than me, so he feels that he has that authority to do so. Um, <laughs> let me just tell you, it irks my damn nerve, because, um, yes, he has age over me, but I like to think that being partners, 
we have equality in the relationship. Am I right? Um, so yeah, I don't really know how to handle this situation. I don't know how to convince, how do you convince somebody that you're a lot smarter than they think you are or that you have a lot more going for you than what they feel is appropriate, if that makes any sense. Um, I'm pretty damn accomplished at my age, but for whatever reason, a lot of times, I don't know, it just seems like it's not enough or it seems as if uh, it's not impressive enough, for lack of a better word. Um, so, yeah, help me out here. I'm not trying to be a dick to him because that seems to be my go-to is just be a complete and total a-hole in return to his condescending remarks. Um, I want to try to go about it a different way, but I'm not entirely sure how to do so. So first of all, I'm not judging you by your voice, but I am. I think we'd be friends. I don't know. I like how you talk. I like your vibe. Where do you live? Do you want to hang out? Cool. I need more female friends. Okay, here's what I'd say to this. And this is kind of how I go about uh, any sort of relationship advice when it comes to conflict in a relationship that's not a deal breaker, which is obviously not a deal breaker because you guys have been married and you guys, you all that kind of stuff. When you have an issue in a relationship, I think you need to bring it up as it's happening in that current moment because it gives that person a frame of reference to what you're talking about where you're like, hey, that thing you just said right there, that made me feel X, Y, and Z. But then on top of it, I think not only bringing it up in the, in the moment when it occurs, I think it's also really important to have a totally separate conversation when you're not arguing or anything like that in which you reintroduce the thing you have an issue with and what you want to do to solve it and what you think should be done to kind of fix that issue. But I think you got to do both. I think you need to give them if you just if you just bring it up offhand in a random conversation when you're not talking about it, you're speaking about it in abstract in their eyes. When in your eyes, you're like, no, you do this all the time and I could reference it. But it it feels kind of distant to them. And this is, again, just in my personal experience. So I think having it be done in both ways gives you an ability to have him think about it with a level head when you're talking about it when it's not happening in the moment. But then when you talk about it when it's in the moment, it also gives him like when you talk about it separately, he's like, oh, you're right. You did just, you did just catch me doing that uh, like last week or a couple of days ago. So you're right. This doesn't seem out of left field. And I think you're kind of right in the idea of where it's coming from. And it might be coming from a good natured place. Um, and he might not understand that it sounds condescending, but there might be a part of him that's kind of like, well, I'm older than you. I know this. And I will throw my boyfriend under the bus. There are some times where he says things to me and I'm like, Okay, I know. Thank you, you asshole. And I'll, I mean, and I also, the whole reason why I think we'll be friends is because you defined yourself as an asshole, which is constantly what I call my, I'm like, I am an asshole. So I understand that because that's kind of how I would respond to something like that. I mean, that happens in all relationships, I think, but you also might be guilty of doing it too, which I know I'm guilty of. If I feel like I kind of know some, if I feel like I have an extensive knowledge on something, which... They're limited subjects, like the Food Network and like how to make a cupcake. Um, so I think that's kind of how I would go about it if I were you. I think you uh, you know it's not a deal breaker. You know this is something that he does. But it's also a totally fixable, changeable thing. This isn't like a essential part of his personality that you're asking him to change. You're just asking him not to kind of be a condescending dick sometimes. But then also be open to the fact, maybe, maybe honestly, maybe you go about it in a way in which you're like, hey, um, something that I feel like I've brought up before and I might have not addressed it in the 
the most polite situation is sometimes I feel like in situations you talk down to me um, in similar, th in this kind of context, this kind of context gives like some clear examples and you're like, and it made me, it just doesn't make me feel that great. And um, I don't think you're doing it intentionally to make me feel bad. I think you're coming about it from a great place of wanting to help me, but it doesn't feel that great. Um, and in thinking about that, I thought there's probably situations in which I do that to you as well. And I'd really like if we could have an open conversation about it to figure out if there's anything like that, that I'm doing to you as well, because I really think this is something that I, we need to fix for us because it doesn't make me feel great. Um, and I would really, really like if we didn't do this to each other anymore. Um, so it's like kind of half throwing yourself under the bus, which is what like I'll think. And then maybe he'll be like, well, you never do that. And you're like, it's cause I'm awesome. Um, but I think, I think it's a fixable thing. Okay. Next call. Hey Megan. So I'm 27, but I feel like you have a lot of wisdom and worldly experience. So I don't mind reaching out to you, even though you're just only a little bit younger than me. I'm not that old, but anyway, I took a class, um, over the winter and it was to get a free trip to Israel and it was an online class. So I didn't meet any of the people in the class and some of the people in the class are going on the trip at different times. You can kind of like pick what dates you want to go. And I decided to go in the summer and I want to extend my trip. So like I want to do the trip that comes with the class, but I have an option of staying longer and I was going to be spontaneous and do my own thing, but I have a lot of anxiety and I'm a little bit nervous and I suffer from really bad anxiety. So I met this guy through our trip's Facebook group, and he was like, yeah, like, we should go to Jordan and Haifa and stuff together. And I, by the way, I love Israel. I've been there before. It's, like, my only place where I feel happy. So I just want to spend as much time as I can there. And I'm afraid also I won't be able to go back because of how much it costs to fly there and stay there, et cetera. So, like, I just want to see these places that I haven't got to see and I won't get to see on the scheduled trip. Like, because I may never get to go back again or not for a really long time. And I've been dating my boyfriend for seven years now, and I'm worried that he's going to be upset if I tell him that I'm taking, like, a week extension with just me and a single guy. And he'll, he always says, like, he trusts me, but he doesn't trust the guy. And I just don't know what to do because I feel like I'm going to be missing out on his life experience if I don't, like, take this spontaneous chance. And I think it's also kind of safer to travel with a guy as a girl alone, especially in like a war torn country. But I mean, I just, I don't know what to do. Like, I don't want to upset him either. And I love him and I know he's the one for me. And we've been dating like all our lives, like since we were kids practically. But like, I feel like this is important to me and he should trust me to know that I trust him. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Serial killers can take online courses too. Um, that's my first thing. I think even before you started talking about your boyfriend being uncomfortable with the situation, I was uncomfortable with the situation. And I thought you were going to be like, should I do this? And my advice was going to be, no, don't do this. But the advice is, how do I tell my boyfriend that I want to do this? Uh, I'm kind God, I'm losing subscribers on the daily with my advice on this, where it's like, I'm just shitting on all of you. I'm not. I think that's awesome for you. I think it's great. Um, the first half of your question or your story is really similar to my best friend. My best friend went on birthright um, in Israel when a couple of years ago and wanted to extend her trip as well, but she was extending her trip by herself and ended up meeting a bunch of people and also um, having other like family and friends who were there that she got to have the experience with. So I think extending the trip is a really great idea. You've already been there once before. I don't know if you have family there or things like that. Okay, here's the thing. 
you want to be spontaneous and you feel like this is not going to be another opportunity for you to do that. Amazing. Agree with you. That's awesome. Be spontaneous. Um, you've never met this dude before. He literally could be a serial killer. It could be safer to travel with him if he's not a serial killer, but it could also be like way more dangerous to travel with a serial killer. Not that I'm saying he's a serial killer. Maybe he's a great guy. But how about you plan your extension of your trip um, and then if he ends up being awesome or any of the other people you meet there end up being awesome, then you guys end up kind of traveling together. You're able to keep open-ended plans. Do the hostel thing. Like, re- reserve things like that. There's a lot of people, especially in the summer, who travel alone. I mean, I wouldn't wear a T-shirt that says, hi, my name is Becky and I'm traveling alone. Like, that's not the safest thing to do. But I also, you don't think you necessarily should plan the extension of a trip with people that you don't know. Um, And hey, he ends up being totally normal and like perfectly awesome and cool. And then he also is going to do the extension of the travel stuff. Then you do it from there. I think that's kind of what I would do. I think regardless of what your boyfriend feels, just planning a trip with a dude or anybody you've never met before um, is a terrible idea. And also, what if you get there on the first day and you hate him? Like, what if he's not a serial killer, but he's just awful and he's like, I don't know, like is super boring. Or what if he is just like thinks he's Justin Bieber or any of these other things? Like, what if he's just like not your kind of person that you want to travel with? And you're like, wow, I am uh, just committed to spend an extra week long uh, of my trip with this guy that I thought was going to be awesome. And he's not. So that's kind of what I would say with it. And then when it comes to your boyfriend, um, not not only does does I, I totally understand why he'd be upset. Uh, I yeah I I just really I I just think you shouldn't do it. Um, yeah I just yeah, but I think you should go. Okay, next call. Hi Megan. All right, so here's my question. I started a new job in the fall, and ever since I've had a major crush on a coworker. We have very similar interests and have great conversations. I kind of lost hope, though, when I found out he was hanging out with another girl, but recently discovered things between them did not work out. With this, though, I'm kind of insecure because this other girl is super different than me. She's really fit and super bubbly and really involved with everything at work. I, on the other hand, have a totally different body type and much more reserved and, let's face it, have a little bit of social anxiety. My friend, also a coworker who knows him better than I do, swears he's into me and is being flirty. I don't really know what to believe, though, because he doesn't necessarily seek me out, if that makes any sense. But my friend insists it's just his personality as he wants something to kind of just fall into his lap. We're both a little on the awkward side, and so neither of us had made a move. We're either totally ignoring each other or talking like we've known each other for years. It's really confusing if you couldn't tell. So what do I do? There's a common theme in these kinds of questions in which I always say, if a guy really likes you, he's going to make it happen. Like, there's not really ever a question about it. Now, when it comes to coworkers, I was automatically going to say something along the lines of like, well, he might not be making an obvious move because your coworkers, but I guess he's already dated one of your coworkers. The idea of him wanting something to fall into his lap also just road dome. That's the first thing I think of in my head. Blowjobs while you're driving a car. I don't really love that kind of outlook with a relationship where it's like, I just want a girl to fall into my lap. Like, okay, said every literally every person ever like it's like I just want to win the lottery like okay cool like everyone wants the easiest way for things to happen but I think there's also something you said about the incentive and somebody who like really wants to like 
makes an active choice to really like seek you out. And if you're saying he doesn't really seek you out, um, that might be his personality. But also this kind of just sounds like there are some roadblocks and you should take another route. I think the like this sounds complicated, just like you said, it does sound pretty complicated. Um, and I think it's about weighing the what you want and what do you want a relationship? Because if we're being frank, it doesn't really sound like he wants one. And if he's just a really cool work friend um, and that you have stronger feelings for than he has strong like than he has for you, then I would just kind of be like, let's just like stay friends. If if this is like a kind of feeling or a kind of like sentiment you have towards him that you really just can't shake and you really need to, I don't know, really need to, like you need to get it out there just for you. Um, I would go for it. But if how much you like him is determined by how much he likes you, I don't think it's really worth it, if that makes any sense. It's kind of the same thing where it's like, oh, well, like he's cute and I like him. Do you like him because your friend is saying that he's into you and like he's flirting with you and that's like his kind of thing with girls? And if he didn't like you, would you still like him? Okay, next cap. I'm 14 years old and I have a friend group with around 20 to 30 people in it. So it's like quite large. Um, last year we were like really close and now things are kind of falling apart. So since our group is so large, um, we'll once in a while have like, we'll hang out with, um, everybody in the friend group. But now since you can't always have 20 to 30 people at a house, um, we'll have smaller, hangouts with just around 10 people and the other girls in the friend group will get really angry and feel left out if like they aren't invited to the smaller like hangouts but we feel that like, we can't always invite everybody since the friend group is so large but then a couple weeks later the girls that got angry and jealous that we hung out with uh, a smaller group will have one themselves and the girls that originally had a small hangout will not get mad but they think it's okay. They think it's okay to hang out like in smaller groups. But when we do it, it's suddenly a horrible thing. And our friend group's kind of falling apart. And we really don't know what to do to satisfy the other girls. Because every time we hang out, it's not okay. But every time they hang out, it's totally fine. We we could care less if they hang out. Like we, we are glad they are. But we just want to find a way to hang out with them, you know, getting super mad and also they'll post stuff on social media calling us like snakes and like being snake free but yeah do you want to be friends with those people um i got i mean okay so i i relate to this in a smaller scale because that's a lot of friends i never had that i also went to a really small school so i'd be like my whole school um i i had a group of like close close girlfriends in middle school and we would break off into smaller groups and hang out. And there was some sort of jealousy that would come through that, mostly on my end of being like, why are you hanging out without me? I'm so clingy. <laughs> um, but um, then in high school, also a similar kind of thing. But I kind of went into high school with having like one really core best friend and then being friends with like other people and like hanging out in groups and stuff. Um, I think my first advice before I would say um, the generic like friendships kind of evolve and change and move would be maybe – maybe kind of maybe not hanging out with like split down like 10 and 10 kind of thing maybe it's like a group of two people hanging out maybe it's three people hanging out maybe it's something like that where it's smaller as opposed to it being them versus you kind of thing and it also just seems like it's coming from a place of feeling sad and jealous 
it sounds like they're hanging out to try and get a reaction out of the original people who broke off from that friend group were hanging out with each other, them trying to get a reaction. And the fact that they're not getting, you're not getting jealous is making them more upset and trying to retaliate. Um, and I also wonder, ooh, little bit of self-reflection I'm asking you to do here. How would you have felt if you weren't in the original group that had hung out separately first? Because you got to be in the like the cool of the cool ones at first. And that also comes with kind of not really understanding what it might feel like to have been like the first time you see what you thought was your friend group, half of them not hanging out with you. And maybe it came out of left field for them and maybe there wasn't a lot of forewarning, but I think it could potentially deserve an apology. I agree with you that it's really not that big of a deal at the, in the scheme of things. And also logistically, yeah, if I was a mom and my kid was like, mom, can I have 30 friends over? I'd be like, no, dude, go to your room, color, like stop. What? How do you know 30 people? <gasps> I mean, yeah, if you look at it from a outside perspective, it makes perfect sense that you should be able to hang out with like certain people at certain times. But maybe they felt a little bit slighted. Maybe they felt that something was wrong or up that you didn't like them. And I don't know if you've addressed the situation, but maybe address the situation with an apology at first being like, hey, I know that maybe that's felt or kind of crappy or anything like that. Give that apology. And then also just be candid and honest and say, I mean, it's really hard for us all to hang out at the same time together. So I feel like we've got a really great, super cool crew of girls, but like we should also be able to hang out with like one one on one, two on one. I mean, oh, that would just that's just three um, and break up in those kinds of numbers. Um, and then also at the end of it, do you want to be friends with people who are calling you snakes? And then also just focusing who you, on who you want to be friends with specifically, like people, not just like friends as a group, because everyone's an individual person in it and maybe getting to know individual people as opposed to kind of like dividing and conquering. That's what I would do if I were you. On to the next call. I am 17 years old and I've got a really, really, really complicated situation. And I'm going to try to talk really fast. So basically, I am talking to a guy basically over Twitter. And he, I know, is talking to two other girls besides myself. And I get that. He's single. He can do whatever he wants. Like, I'm fine with that. We're not official or anything. My problem is that um, he doesn't really get on Twitter that much. Like, he, he's kind of on and off about the whole situation. Like, he can't get on it that much. And that's what he says. He's like, I'm so busy. And he'll, like, just delete the app. And um, it's not like our actual account. It's like some double identity account. I can't really get into that. But anyways, he's talking to, like, two other chicks. And he tells me that he enjoys talking to me the most. And I can see his messages with other girls sometimes because, like, one of them is my friend and she'll show me. And I can just see some messages with other girls. Like, I just have access to that. And some of the stuff he says just scares me and leads me to believe that I, like, he doesn't really see anything with me. But I had a talk recently with him that he said, oh, well, you know, you didn't, you don't have to worry about that. You don't have to, you know, be scared or anything because we're gonna, you know, I don't know. He said he didn't know what his intentions were. And basically he said, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, and before he said, Oh, I'm ready for a relationship. But now he's like, I don't know. And anyways, it'd be long distance. I'm really confused. I do me too. like him and he likes me. I know it despite he talks to other girls. It's just the fact that he's single and he's is or may not be ready for a relationship. I don't know how to tame him. 
that's the thing. But he is probably going to be less busy during summer, hopefully, which is really soon. So I, please give me advice. I Nobody knows how to handle this. And I hope you do, because this is very complicated. Oh, my fucking God, dude. Is this your full-time job? Like, when do you have time for other things? This makes no fucking sense. Okay, okay, top things. One, I feel like you're getting catfished. <laughs> Two, fuck this dude. Three, not literally. Please, I mean, you don't even know him. It's over Twitter. Three, fuck your friend who's also talking to him. And, and above all of this, like, oh my God, okay. Who? Ugh. Hang on. You haven't been in relationships that took place God. entirely over Twitter? Damn it. And with someone who deletes the Twitter app periodically? <laughs> Are you? I love you so much. Whoever called, you're amazing. But you're also like, are, you're. Be, I'm. I say this out of love. You're being stupid as shit, dude. No one fucking deletes their Twitter app. I'm getting so. Oh my god. But also, you and your friend. What the? No, no. Oh my god. And it's not even his real. It's like his second account, like his secret account. Okay, you can't tame this guy because he's probably not a real dude. Like, he's some random, creepy old man in, like, I don't know, bumfuck nowhere, like, scamming you. Okay, so on the chance that—so I know I'm kind of taking leaps and bounds saying that you've never met this man and you're being catfished. Okay, so, okay, if you're being—let's just say, I've already made the argument that I think you're being catfished, and maybe I'm totally off base and wrong. So we're going to play the other side of it. Maybe you know him. Maybe you know him, and you've just chosen to communicate silly through Twitter because— I don't know. He deletes the iMessage app often and never has that, so he can't text. This is just not worth your time. If you have to, if the story that you tell your children about how you met their father um, is more confusing than a Latin textbook and longer than a multiple series encyclopedias, probably not the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. That's just the overall thing. Um, this is a confusing situation. Yes, I am just as confused as you are. I'm also really confused why you're still dealing with this situation. That makes the most zero sense to me. You can't tame him because he's whatever he's doing and anything like that. Also, why would you want to? This You're not sure if he wants a relationship or if he does. Okay, you know what's the the worst relationship ever? The one that you have to force someone to be in? That does not sound fun. That's like holding someone at gunpoint being like, love me. You don't want to convince somebody to date you. I've said that before. Like, you're a person, not a persuasive essay. Like, you're not trying to convince somebody to date you and why you're the greatest person ever. Also, um, if you end up dating this person, um, then you lost a friend because your friend will hate you because I think she's also thinks she's dating him. And then also what happens if he dates your friend? Um, that's also weird. Also, it would be long distance because you're only communicating through Twitter. The audio didn't cut out there. That was just a long, silent pause for me because I'm like, uh, homie. <laughs> okay, you're communicating through Twitter. That sounds like a wonderful, satisfying life. I'm being so sarcastic. I love you, by the way. This is getting really dark and really annoying. Now I've taken it upon myself because I really feel like I'm just going to force you to do something, even though I can't because this is over a podcast. Hey, long-distance podcast friendship. Twitter fake relationship. Wow, full circle, full circle. I think you should tweet at him and say uh, goodbye. 
because this is insane. This is not worth your time. Do you have to study? Do you have school, SATs, anything like that? This is taking a lot of brain power, which, by the way, you to finagle this and to explain the story and to do all of this, you seem pretty smart and quick. So maybe maybe take this kind of um, uh, argumentative skills and the, the, able, the way you've been able to rationalize this in your head and use that for good. Become a lawyer. Sell other people on things that are, like, definitely not true. Also, please do not unsubscribe from my YouTube channel and continue to listen to this podcast, even though I was a little. See you next Tuesday. Oh my gosh, guys, that is it. That is all of the phone calls we have. I just messed up my hair, which you don't care because you're listening to the audio version, but everyone in the video version is like, oh, Megan, you're just messing it up more. You look like Danny DeVito. Whoa, whoa. If you want to see me look like Danny DeVito, go watch my YouTube channel um, and see this video. Thank you so much for listening and or watching this. If you want to get uh, even more me, you could re-listen to this if you've only watched it. Or you could uh, just go watch the video version of this and see me in a snazzy yellow shirt. So we're not going to be doing video versions all the time. This is a fun, special treat. But if you guys liked it, you could let us know. And you can also listen to my audio podcast because that's not going anywhere at all. That's an all-the-time every other Friday kind of thing. And uh, go to don'tblameme.show to listen to it. You can figure out exactly uh, where to subscribe. You could also rate it, leave some fun, nice, sweet reviews because I like reading them. They make me feel good on bad days. And if you guys want to call in for another episode, you can do that in a couple seconds. Actually, you can do that whenever you want. You could pause this and then just like type the phone number into your phone. But I'm actually going to ask you for specific questions. I am currently soliciting sexual questions. You might have heard me say this before, and that's because we are getting a bunch of them. That's the goal, to get some good ones, get some crazy, get some weird ones. And yeah, sex questions. You might be like, Megan, sex questions. I know what sex is. Hello, there's a stork and a baby. They do whoopee and sims. Whoopee? Whoopee. Wee-hoo. Woo-hoo. We want questions that are sexual. These are the kinds of questions that you would ask Google. That's not the kind of questions you would ask a friend or like your sex ed teacher. Maybe you'd ask your sex ed teacher. But I want ones that are things that I would have asked when I was, whether in high school, middle school, anything like that. Things that you might be embarrassed to ask someone in real life or things you might be like, is this a stupid question? Like, what's a clit? That kind of thing. I'm If, if you would Google it, I'm not about to be Wikipedia, but I would love to be able to give that kind of advice and not the kind of like sugar-coated, ooh, sex in the city. I mean, sex in the city is not that sugar. I mean, kind of, where it's like, oh my God, screaming orgasm from a girl with two seconds and a guy kind of thing. So yeah, if you have a question about like, I don't know, a weird kink or a fetish, if you want to know if it's normal, how to tell the person you're hooking up with what you like in bed or how to figure out what you like in bed, maybe questions about masturbation, maybe questions about um, how to give a hand job, which is called a blowjob instead because no one wants a hand job. Literally no guy will want a hand. He's been doing it better for the last 15 years. So you're not going to do a great job. Skip that step. But no, maybe we, we can talk about that. We can talk about that. We, that I, I'm into that. So if you want to leave questions regarding those sexual thing things, Oh, I felt weird saying sexual and thing things like that. I'm just like, ooh, it sounded like I'm talking about balls. Okay, I have a phone number for you. It's my phone number. 310-694-0976. Again, 310-694-0976. Please don't send dick pics because it's not actually my phone number. My real phone number is beep. I'm kidding. I'm not going to actually give you my real phone number because I do not know. Also, if that's a question, do girls uh, want unsolicited dick pics? No, never.
If a girl asks you for a dick pic, it's, I mean, also, <laughs> my favorite, can I just, right before we go, one of my favorite things in the entire world is something, <laughs> is, <laughs> I can't even say, is the fact when guys send dick pics, there is always, no matter what, an unintentional object of comparison for size where it's like my phone but like no my like my dick like my phone's like laying by me though or like my like here's my dick also here's a paperback book like things where it's like man we know what this is for we you're trying to get a size gauge i love that or the guys were shamelessly taking dick pics with like rulers and or they're armed <laughs> okay we should talk about that in another in that episode that'd be great uh again yeah guys so go to don't blame me dot show to figure out where you can listen and uh you can get back episodes to listen to too if this is your first one you've ever listened to and i will see you guys in two weeks Blame Me is a production by me, produced and directed by Jack Ferry, associate producer Melissa DeMons, edited by Melissa DeMons, post-production sound by Chris Henry, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I will see you guys in two weeks, and don't blame me if your life bursts into flames before then. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues, your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.